0: Hey, welcome to another episode of BallCourt. I am Coach Drew. This is the world of basketball. And stick with us right here on BallCourt. Hey, this is your boy, Coach Drew. Yes, this is BallCourt. Welcome to the world of basketball. And guess what, I know everybody has been clamoring for this moment, we have been waiting for this moment and I am happy to announce, yes, the NBA will be resuming soon, yes, everybody come on man, (sighs) the wait has been hard, we've been waiting without basketball, we've been watching reruns of basketball, but the NBA is coming back, yes, it will be. It's not going to bring back everybody, it's just going to bring back a selected few. Yes, 20 teams will be coming back. Some of the elite teams, if you will, they will be coming back to play an eight game shortened season before they go into their playoff season. Now I know you're wondering, where is this going to be held? How is the format going to be? What's it going to be like when you first bring everybody back? Well, I don't want to give away all the information right away. But let me tell you, it is going to be down in Disney. Yes. Yes. Out in the Disney complex, as we reported before that they were looking into it, but it was, it has been finalized. So a lot of great teams are going to be there. Now, mind you, not every team has made it. I, from what I did see that there are actually going to be less Eastern conference teams. but we all know that the Eastern conference is a weaker conference. So just in case, all of my New Yorkers who grew up with me and everything, if you're sitting there wondering right now, let me go ahead and make you feel a little bit better and bring you the news. No, the Knicks will not be there. Just wanted to let you know that. It will not happen. But the Nets may be. And there is rumors going around that Kevin Durant might be coming back in order to go ahead and, you know, to play within this time. So that could put a very, uh, dip, put a different picture on the playoffs, especially in the Eastern Conference. So this is something that we want to go ahead and watch for. But me, myself, I am super excited because guess what? NBA is back. Yes, boys and girls, men and women, ladies and gentlemen, the NBA has returned. Yes, yes, yes. Now you're wondering, when will this take place? It's going to be taking place in this, this summer. Yes, we're looking around July, in the, in the end of July, July 20th time frame. I know this causes a little pause, but guess what? I still have some great news coming up for all of my basketball fans. Now, before I get into that, I know that this is a very happy day and we are celebrating the return of the NBA, but there is some sad things that I want to talk about. First off, I want to talk about losing a legend, one of the greatest rebounders and outlet passers to ever play the game, one of the toughest players to ever play the game. Yes, the Bull, Wes Unsell, Baltimore Bullet, Washington, uh, he, he's pretty much a staple of the Washington Bullets franchise when they became the Washington Bullets. At the, during the time, he, there were the Baltimore Bullets. He was doing his thing as a player. And he caught, He has such a legacy within the game. At the age of 74, we, it feels like he's too young. I feel like we lost one too early. Uh, Wes Unsell, you're definitely going to be missed. And what you've done for the game, very few athletes to this day can still do. The way you just catch and in mid-air, able to whip that head around and see exactly who's moving down court. It didn't matter if it was an older Oscar Robinson. You got it, You got that ball out there and we we're going to miss that. We're going to miss that. Now there is some, uh, some, a little bit of, uh, how should I put it? Controversy that was taking place. Um, the King's broadcaster resigned after he tweeted to DeMarcus Cousins, uh, a tweet responded to DeMarcus Cousins plea, especially during this time. There has been a lot of protesting after the death of George Floyd with DeMarcus Cousins response to it, speaking on, uh, what was taking place. Uh, King's broadcaster decided, uh, and this is not just, uh, you know, everyday broadcaster. This is a long time long time broadcaster um, Grant Nap, uh, I'm sorry, Grant Napier. He actually decided to go ahead and resign after tweeting to Demarcus Cousins, "All Lives Matter" in all caps. Um, and from what was what what's been going on on the internet lately, as well as what we have been actually seeing during the demonstrations, that a statement such of that came off rather dis- dismissive and tone deaf to the situation that was taking place. So, uh Grant Napier decided to go ahead and resign uh effective immediately and longtime TV broadcaster decided to decided to take that route. Now, as we can clearly see, especially with the way things has been going, in. um in the media ad as, as well as outside on the streets, it seems that, uh, at this point in time, a lot of our athletes are going to be wanting to choose their words carefully, as well as the broad as the broadcasters and uh, management. So that's a little something that we just wanted to go ahead and take a look into now Demarcus cousins, as we all know, currently does not play for the Sacramento Kings, but was drafted by the Sacramento Kings out of Kentucky right but we do know that right now he's one of our own right here in la or right in la you know i'm over here in vegas but you know right here in la on the west coast he's one of our own and speaking of la i want to go ahead and jump into my next segment ladies first i will uh, i have to give a big shout out to the sparks la sparks has maybe been making some moves and I know you're wondering what's happening with the WNBA. When is it coming back? When we're we gonna go ahead and play? But let me talk about this first, all right? The Sparks actually acquired Christine Anigwe, and yes, they picked her up from the Dallas uh, from the Dallas Wings in a trade where they were able to go ahead and give a second round draft pick. But they did go ahead and pick her up, and that's gonna make that team a lot tougher. The Sparks seem to be loading up. And I've noticed, like we reported last week when we were speaking about the Aces, you know, uh, re-signing Kelsey Plum. It seems that uh, there's three teams that are really gearing up and waiting for the WNBA season to get started. Those three teams are the Phoenix Mercury. Of course, they're loading up well. They're going into it. As well as uh, the LA Sparks. I'm telling you who they're picking up. As a matter of fact, think about this. The Sparks right now ha- have the Oguma Agu- K sisters. Uh, they have CP three, uh, they, and now adding Christine Inigue, they're, they're pretty strong already, not to mention the, the rest of their starting lineup. Now, a lot of Sparks fans did find it, uh, a little bit, uh, disturbing that Derek Fisher, when mentioning the weapons that they had left out Candace Parker but i guarantee if he doesn't find her to be a weapon the rest of the wnba does now let's go ahead and speak about that because i know a lot of people have been wondering when will certain things take place and one of those things that they were wondering to take place is when will the wnba come back especially now with the nba having talks of coming back in orlando Over the summer and we all know that the summer time is the time for the uh, WNBA We started to wonder what's gonna happen with the WNBA. Are they gonna be put on the back burner? Are they gonna be pushed to the side? Is it just gonna get swept under the rug? After making all these big strides, especially with the contracts and everything is this season just gonna disappear? Well, the answer is no And I'm happy to report this because actually I was a little nervous myself, but the WNBA is right now doing the same thing that the NBA was doing a couple weeks ago. They're eyeing, uh, different locations in which to play. And right now, the last two options, the options that it has come down to were the same two options that the NBA was reporting, the Las Vegas and Orlando. Now. Being for the fact that right now, summer basketball will be taking place in, uh, in Orlando with the NBA, like I reported earlier, I think it would probably be the best thing to come out to Vegas. They have the hotels out here. They have the space. They will be able to go ahead and play and enjoy themselves. And right now, the hotels aren't being used. So I think it'd probably be a good thing to get, uh, them out here and not to mention the aces would have a great home game to play. And at least one team will at least have a home game. Whereas if you play in Orlando, there isn't a WNBA Orlando team. So no team has a home game, you know, got a fan base here already, you know, but that's, that's just my point of view. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and take a quick little break. I want y'all to stick with me right here on ball court. We got some more world of basketball right here. Welcome back to the world of basketball, this is Ball Court, I am Coach Drew, and of course we are going to be speaking of the world of basketball. First, let's, I have. that's uh, the topic that I want to jump into right away, because with the NBA coming back and with the WNBA, with talks of coming back, it leads me to wonder, whatever happened to the Chinese Basketball Association? We were actually looking upon the Chinese Basketball Association as a model of how things will be when it come back. Well, I am happy to report the CBA will be returning June 20th. Yes, basketball will be back in China June 20th and it's gonna be held in a similar fashion. No, not in Orlando, but it will be one disclosed city and they will be all playing there as of June 20th. Now, this happened, this come about after waiting five months after the pandemic they've been without basketball for five months right now i'm glad that they did go ahead and take the proper precautions to make sure that uh basketball will be played at the highest level but it is something that i am happy to report that they will be coming back a lot quicker than we thought all right now i want to go ahead and jump into this segment right here this segment is a segment That is near and dear to my heart. Um, this is this day in basketball, this day in basketball, when we always talk about this day in basketball, it is always from a day of basketball that either has, uh, changed something in basketball for uh, a great amount of people or myself or something, a great memory for myself. This one that I'm going to do for this day in basketball is about the late, great Kobe Bryant. All right, um, this is one of the most iconic moments in basketball of all time. It happened on June 4th, 2000. Yes, I know what you're thinking. Yes, that exact moment, the Kobe to Shaq Ali. Yes, let's go ahead and paint the picture for you just in case for those who wasn't there. It was 10 minutes and 28 seconds left to go in the game. And this was game seven against the Trailblazers. This was a very tough game. Now, at the time, the, the Los Angeles uh, Lakers, they were down, I believe, I believe it was down by 15 points, and it was an epic comeback. They outscored the Blazers 29-11. to 11. It was amazing. And in the last 40 seconds of the game, the most iconic moment, Kobe to Shaq. And as you saw that ball get, lays through that rim as he threw it through and his eyes open up and he is pointing at Kobe coming down in that excitement. We knew it was over. Yes. The game finished 84 to 89, but in my mind, in my memory, it was a lot closer. It felt like that dunk ended the game. And it also ended that monkey that was on their back that game right there. That led them to the championship after a drought for so long. Since 1991, they have not been in the finals. And Kobe the Shaq got him back there. That was a great moment. 20 years ago, 20 years ago, the late, great Kobe Bryant and Shaq Diesel. Man, where were you? Where were you? now i gotta jump into a segment that i usually do i usually reserve this segment every now and again i keep this segment during basketball season especially during the uh with the young kids with high school middle school uh kids playing basketball i reserved this season i reserved that just for them but i had to take this time out to talk about an amazing young man and this is going to be for my YU ball segment Yes, I want to talk about Mikey Williams, 15-year-old Mikey Williams. He is the number one ranked basketball player for the class of 2023. And he realizes the power that he has, and he can possibly change the face of basketball as we see it. Right now, everybody speaks of college basketball taking advantage of the athletes. And most of our... um, the blue blood blue blood schools aren't schools that are benefiting the athletes in themselves they get them for one year and then they leave now mikey williams took to um uh, took to instagram to go ahead and say some powerful words that may sway the culture of basketball so i want you to stop and think about this Mikey Williams stated an HBCU wouldn't be so bad. He stated this after he got a recruitment letter from Tennessee State University, a historically black college or university. Now, a lot of uh, argument has been coming up about this. As a matter of fact, uh, former ESPN um, uh, reporter and analyst uh, Jamila Hill stated that. Uh, how um black athletes and, and african-american athletes should actually go ahead and withdraw from uh predominantly white institutions and go to hbcus now this is something that i myself have always felt that the the those conferences that have these hbcus they would greatly benefit from a lot of these players. And a lot of these players would get to play in an environment which they would feel a little bit more comfortable instead of uh, going to an environment in which they would be forced to try and adapt to a different situation. So that is just a stance that Mikey Williams was taking on one end to say, hey, that could be an option. But I want everyone to stop and think about this. Right? Right now. With, um, the NBA drafting kids out of high school, which that will be the case and actually go ahead and have them come up through the G League with the other avenues of such as the NBL, wouldn't it be, I think it would be a great option as far as to go to the HBCUs and actually shift the culture of college basketball this may be something that, where we can find, is it really these coaches that are absolutely great? Or is it the fact that they have the money to get all of the best athletes? Now, if the top 100 went to an HBCU, that would change March Madness and Final Four altogether just in one year. That's just something to think about. And and I think that uh, Mikey Williams, even at a young age, has taken the opportunity to go ahead and start that conversation. So I must say that that was that that shows leadership beyond his years. So I congrats to you, Mikey Williams. Now, I got to jump into my favorite. Yeah, you know what time it is. You see the shoulders moving. uh Oh, this is the favorite topic this is the favorite segment it's called let's kick it let's kick it come on y'all let's kick it all right hey welcome this is let's kick it now this this during this time i always like to talk about you know what are going to be the greatest sneakers coming out for the summer now of course we all know that this is june and we have the next holiday coming up or the next um, major holiday coming up in the United States is actually going to be the Fourth of July. So a lot of sneakers right now are coming out with their Fourth of July, uh, their Fourth of July colorways. Now I gotta go ahead and shout out the Nike Air Max Nineties for coming out with the whole the Nineties jewels. I'm sorry, they came out with the, the home and away. Now let me say I, I want you to take a look at these. The reason why. You're gonna really like these. Let's take a look here The air max 90 jewel home and away still, though. It does have that beautiful um, That 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 classic 90s air max style The thing that I like about it is if you notice the sole is gonna be a gum sole And it does have that red white and blue finish with the red upper that's gonna be the part that really gives the the it gives the shoe that character that it's looking for i really think that that's going to be something that i would rock i i see myself getting this for that first cookout you know when when i decide to go back out i i I, i'm not ready to go back out as of yet i i'm uh i think i'm trying to bolster my shoe game but i i think that that's going to be the first one coming out this may be the second one for the next cookout yes one of my favorites now, this one is going to be retailing at $190. This is the re-ba- Reebok Shack Gnosis. Now, anybody who remembers uh, or watches the, the, the Let's Kick It, you heard me talk about the Reebok shack Gnosis when it came out with the rainbow colorway. And I thought that those were very fly. But these right here, going for $190 with the all leather red, white, and blue. I think that this is going to be, uh, Definitely something that you would want to wear during your during July. You could go ahead and hold on to it. You know what I'm saying? Rock it throughout the rest of the barbecues and every other barbecue throughout the summer. This is, I think, this is a very cool one. If not, if not, if you're one of those people who say that, okay, this is not one of those shoes that I'm gonna rock. You know, like outside in the summer. I could definitely see this as an on-court shoe that i would uh have a be absolutely be a- absolutely how should i put it i would be overwhelmed to rock these the shaq gnosis is a classic and as far as reebok goes that's what you look for and since we're going to be speaking about classics here goes a fun little shoe right here the a6 gel light three yes in the dragon fruit colorway i think that these shoes right here is a must cop out of everything that I've, uh, that we displayed today, I, I'm definitely going to probably got the Air Max nineties, especially since it retails at 130. That's definitely something that I could see myself, uh, come uh, rocking those, those, you know what I'm saying? Cause those are the jewels. So you got to ride those, especially with no socks or ankle socks. But if you're looking for something that's going to be fun, lively, have a little spunk to it. And especially if you are the type of person like me who recycles shoes and turns like my older shoes into my running shoes or something, the gel light threes are going to be the perfect ones. They're very light. They are, the, they are a very durable running shoe, but not to mention they're very stylish as well. A great lifestyle shoe in itself. You can ride those with a pair of jeans, a little, uh, uh, a pink dolphin, a pink dolphin t-shirt and a jeans jacket. And I think you're ready for just, about any summer brunch or any summertime, uh, get together. And you know, that's how, that's how I'd rock it personally. But I definitely want y'all to keep on looking out, check out. Let's kick it. Cause they got some big things coming up. As a matter of fact, the website's going to be coming up and we're going to make sure that all of the shoes that we speak about right here on ball court and let's kick it. We're going to make sure that you get the access to those. You know, we've got to make sure you're staying fresh. You know? So. I got to give a shout out definitely to the people who made this possible. CWN sports. I do appreciate you because not to mention that they're putting out, you know, my show, like let's kick it or ball court, but they got some great content. I'm talking. They got Malik with the blitz, man. That guy's a funny guy. If you're not watching the blitz, you're not keeping up to the greatest things. Now also Sean Harvey morning show. Let me ask you, how are you starting your mornings? If you're not listening to the Sean Harvey Morning Show, I don't know how you're starting your mornings. I'm telling you, you can put, you can put it on, on your Facebook live, have it playing in the car while you're riding down, just listening and joking, or if you're sneaking it at work, shh, I ain't going to tell nobody and Sean ain't going to tell nobody. Go ahead and enjoy yourself. Listen, listen, have fun, have fun. And guess what? Be on the lookout. New fusion sports is on its way. And me, I'm called Drew. I'm doing ball court I love ball court but I also love let's kick it so check out those sneakers as well check me out on ball court and if you're not subscribing let me ask you why hmm so as a word from the coach I gotta tell you stay healthy stay safe stay informed and stay active once again I am coach Vroom this is ball court and thank you for joining me in the world of basketball
1: Cash to Checking is one of the nation's leading finance companies, providing up to $400,000 in unsecured funding for business or personal use. We have relationships with over 250 lenders nationwide. Through the use of our proprietary software, we are able to secure over 80% more funding for our clients. We help clients obtain funding for real estate investment, business startups, down payment assistance, working capital, medical, legal, education, funeral expenses, and more. We also provide 100% financing on fix and flips if you can qualify. We do not offer credit cards or lines of credit, which can later be revoked. Our loans are funded solely in cash to our borrowers in five to seven days. There are no prepayment penalties and no collateral requirement. Leverage our expertise to obtain fast approvals, no upfront costs, and affordable payments with cash going straight to your checking. So what are you waiting for? Let Cash to Checking make that next deposit, to help with your funding needs, visit us online at cashtochecking.com or call 310 987 0824 to start your funding today.